Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Don't forget, you can get your questions emailed in still to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We are live. You can also go to iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Leave a review talking about how handsome I am after you subscribe or follow. What, Chris? It's fine. But one more thing on this. The, the guy had asked before in case you missed it. You think the U.S. should keep their promise to protect Ukraine after they gave up their nukes back in 1994. There's, there's wanting something to get done, and then there's getting something done. You see, you can say things on paper like, shouldn't we support Ukraine? You see what's happening right now, right? I mean, you do see bombed-out buildings, blown-up cars, dead Ukrainians, dead Russians... Chris just shared a totally inappropriate video of a death dead Russian with me, but it, it, it's that's what it looks like on the ground. Okay, you got a Russian soldier laying there with a with an extra hole in his head. Do you want that to be an American? Because that's what protecting Ukraine means. But I understand what's happening right now. One, Americans don't like Russia. That's obvious. We have had this long-running feud with Russia. We don't have to go into the history of that. Everyone knows. Okay, so one, automatically Americans are not going to root for Russia. Two, we don't like, because of who we are as a country, and we should be proud of this, we don't like bullies. We don't like looking at this gigantic country, Russia, and this big old army stomping into Ukraine. And there's a second part of it, and this is big. I, full confession, I'm more personally invested emotionally in this now than I was when it was just kicking off. Why? The conduct of these Ukrainians. We already talked about it in the beginning, in the first hour, in case you missed it. Some Ukrainians out there, his job is to, to set some explosives on a bridge so the Russian tanks can't get through. He gets the explosives set. Russian tanks are coming. He can't get off the bridge. He says goodbye and blows it up anyway with himself on it. That kind of stuff inspires people. When you have uh, Klitschko, the boxing champion, mayor of Kiev, he he could be on a private plane eating chocolate-covered strawberries on a boat in the Mediterranean right now. Instead, he goes down and picks up some body armor and a machine gun, and he goes to war. We have the ex-Ukrainian president here speaking like this. Mr. President, can you tell me what you and the group you are with right now there are armed with and what your intention is if the Russians roll uh, in this the is next very few hours? Easy. Just my assistance here, here. This is the short Kalashnikov. We have just uh, a before and low uh, on the 300... Uh, uh, members of the battalion of the territorial defense and we have uh, two machine gun and we have uh, more or less that's it we don't have any heavy artilleries we don't have a tanks we don't have an armed personal carrier because we launched this process just a couple of days ago but and we create that for the two days this is the long life okay of the you, people. you you get what he's saying you get what he's saying well you're the ex-president of ukraine what are America's ex-presidents doing? Now, obviously, we're not being invaded. I'm not ripping on them. But what are America's ex-presidents doing? Bill Clinton's out there on the speaker's tour. George Bush on a ranch. Trump down there golfing. 
Barack Obama throwing lavish parties. The ex-president of Ukraine has an AK-47 in his hands. The head of Ukraine, Zelensky, I would have played it for you except it's in Ukrainian and you wouldn't know what he was saying and neither did I. He has been told to flee. Not only are the Russian troops heading into Kiev, they're heading into Kiev with a plan to kill or detain him and kill or detain his family. He's been told by foreign nations, hey, get out. He gets, he puts up a video, well, I'm not going anywhere. And here's my entire cabinet. And he has his entire cabinet around him, standing around and puts up a video and says, I'm here. I'm fighting for Ukraine. That inspires people. That's leadership. And I applaud him for it. It's awesome. But because of that, we feel inspired and we want to help, right? Okay, we got this big bully and he's taking on these plucky Ukrainians and we need to help. Let's, let's help. I just want to make sure I want to caution you before you say things like, let's help. You better understand exactly what help means. You better have a good idea about what help means because the devil is in the details. If help means Shipping off some Stinger missiles? Sounds good. Send them some javelins. Good deal. If help means a division of U.S. Marines going up against some Russians, well, you were awfully upset about 13 of our guys getting pulled out of the back of a plane not too long ago. I was too. As we all remember how devastating that was. I dang near got choked up on the air. Well, what's that look like if it's a thousand of them? Help means different things. And I'll say this, and I, I said it in the first hour, and I'll say it again, and I don't mean this to bring people down. And I really I really don't want to bring anybody down. And I understand we have a bunch of people, because you've emailed in with Ukrainian family over there. My mom's over there. My brother's over there. I can't get a hold of them. Jesse, I'm worried. So I want to be as understanding about that as humanly possible. But let's also get this. Let's Let's get this. I brought it up last night. I have talked to person after person after person after person who would know military guys, intelligence guys, just trying to get a good idea of what's happening and where this is going. I have yet to talk to a single person who said, oh, man, yeah, Ukraine might pull this thing off. They're all, all of them. Very impressed. Ukraine is putting up quite a fight, a very impressive fight. But they're all saying, look, this is inevitable. Where this is going is inevitable. So I also don't want to give false hope out there to people of, yeah, they're going to they're gonna do it. Eh. They can still be inspirational. The 300 Spartans were inspirational standing up against those dirty Persians. They all still died in the end. That was probably a little darker than I wanted it to be. You know what? You know what? Let's move on. Let's move. Look, hey. Take heart. Kamala's on it. The purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence. But let's also recognize the unique nature of the sanctions that we have outlined. These are some of the greatest sanctions, if not the, the, the strongest, that we've ever issued. Do you feel that this threat that has been looming is really going to deter him? Absolutely. We strongly believe. And, and remember also that the sanctions are a product not only of our perspective as the United States, but a shared perspective among our allies. We still sincerely hope that there is a diplomatic path out of this moment. Kamala's on it. What are you worried about? Just look. 
All we can do is sit back, smile, and laugh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not going to. It's a Friday. I'm not doing it to you. I'm not doing it to you. Let's get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions. Dear History Whisperer, <laughs> it seems to me generally Europe is apathetic towards Ukraine's fate. Is this another Europe history page of as long as the evil is coming for someone else and not me, just stay quiet? Historically, maybe Eastern Europe more than Western, they've even fingered the the, the undesirable to buy time. I don't know what he's trying to say there. History repeating itself is my take. What say you? Says he's okay to use his name. His name is Dave. Well, back to touch on what I was just saying. Germany doesn't have a military, really. Germany's military is pathetic. France's is really the same way, too. UK, pretty much the same way. Europe had Europe made a decision post-World War II, and it was a fateful decision. It's, it's going to have a massive impact on world affairs. And that decision was, hey, we're not going to have really much for militaries. Those are expensive. The war was expensive. Let's just expand these massive quasi-socialist social programs, and let's let America handle most of the security. I mean, they're the big dogs. Let America handle it. People have not really realized fully for years, uh, 80, 90% of Europe's defense is us. It's the Americans. So you talk about the European countries kind of sitting this out or not getting involved. These countries don't necessarily have militaries to get involved. Yes, some of them have capable air forces. Uh, Almost all of them have very capable special forces. But special forces soldiers are called special for a reason. Yes, they're elite and they're better than normal, but they have very specific roles. Very specific roles. You need them to sneak behind enemy lines and blow up a bridge? They got you. They're not going to take on a battalion of Russian soldiers. They're just going to get wiped out like anyone else. Their skin isn't bulletproof. That's not how it works. Europe is resigned to Ukraine's fate because... Ukraine's fate looks like it might be decided. I pray that's not true, but that's what it looks like right now. All right, let's let's move on. We have more Ask Dr. Jesse stuff here coming up in just a second. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about there are three things you should never try to go cheap on, ever. Dad taught me this. Three things. One, your tires. Your life, your family's life, they depend on those tires. Spend the money on tires. Two, anything that goes on your feet. Your feet are your life. You can live a long, different life without hands. Without feet, you're in trouble. And three, your bedding. Don't ever short yourself on your bedding, ever. You spend one-third of your life in bed. Giza Dream Sheets are where you should be spending that third. Giza Dream Sheets from my pillow, The best, most comfortable, freaking glorious sheets on earth and they're sold for their lowest price ever right now. You can get them as low as $39.99 if you go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code JESSE. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE. You actually get a copy of Mike Lindell's book free with your purchase. MyPillow.com, radio listener specials, promo code JESSE. Enjoy your sheets. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Chris, you, you just brought up a fade in. What does that mean? 
The music comes in gradually? You mean you don't just press play? I never noticed that before. Is that a radio thing? Is that a normal radio thing you nerds do? No, I've never heard of a fade-in. I just started doing radio like three years ago, Chris. I didn't. I don't know all this stuff. And when you bring up words like top of the hour, bottom of the hour, let's do a stinger. I don't understand what these words mean. You know what? We're, we're moving on. It's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. You know what we need? You know what we need? We need some Jersey girls chewing out Governor Murphy. Oh, my God. Hey, how you oh doing? Oh, my God, Murphy. How you doing? such a <laughs> You're having you fun are... with your family. In the meantime, you're having all kind of other bullshit. No, no, I'm not drunk. As a matter of well, fact, can you, put your mask on? you can go yourself. How's that? Well, I don't need a mask on. You know why I don't need a mask? Because there ain't nothing like wrong with me. I like your Trump. Phone. You're right. Guess who Trump likes? He likes my yeah, yeah, he do, No, he doesn't like your oh, phone. He does. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You know what? You come on. Just the most. Just the most New Jersey thing ever. I love them so much. <laughs> Hi, King of Burgers. I live in a communist state, and my school gave me a choice. Masks or plastic shields on my desk. Of course, I was not going to wear a mask, so should me and my friend protest for both to be gone forever in my school? All right, this is obviously a, a kid. Here's, here's, here, all right, kiddos, listen to me. I know we have a bunch of kids that listen to the show. I know. And a bunch of kids listen with their parents. A bunch of kids don't listen with their parents. And here's the thing. I, I love, I absolutely love that we are raising a generation of freedom fighters in this country. I think it is inspiring. When, when the parents tell me about the kids listening to the show and this person did this and my son did this, my daughter did this, man, it makes me so incredibly proud of you and inspired and you're way, way, way better than I ever was at your age. So I want to be clear about this. I love that your first inclination is, no, we're going to do a protest and we're going to go after this tyrannical crap. I love that. I love it. I love it. I find it inspiring. However, I, as bad a person as I am, I'm not going to sit behind the microphone and get you kicked out of school or get you suspended from school. If you want if you want to go do a protest, I support you, boss. I, I think it's inspiring as long as you have talked to your parents about it first. Discuss it with your parents first. I don't ever want to be responsible for getting some freaking kid kicked out of school and now his mom's horrified, has to take the day off of work. I'm aware there are real world implications for the things I say on this show. Does that make sense? Chris, did that make sense? I Buddy, you want to go do your protest? Fine. Protest. Maybe you'll be a leader. Maybe you'll rally the whole school with mom and dad's permission. Okay, mom and dad's permission. I'm not your mom or dad. I can't give you that. Now, again, I do want to finish up by saying this country, especially over the last couple of years, we have severely lacked a backbone. We have lacked enough adults with the spine to stand up to things. That's why I call it the era of cowardice, the age of cowardice, whatever you want to call it. It just I watched as people who knew they were doing wrong did wrong anyway. And I watched people who knew the right thing to do and they stayed silent so they wouldn't get yelled at by the coronavirus mob or the St. George Floyd mob or the, all these other mobs. I wa I've watched this happen for the past two years. So we have a nation lacking courage, lacking guts. 
I love that it appears we have a next generation that ain't going to have that problem. That's freaking awesome. That is freaking awesome. Have guts. Stand up for something. With mom and dad's permission. Dear Mr. Many Guns, <laughs> unless I missed it, I think the soundboard is missing a crucial weapon. Ooh. We must have a machine gun. Then you are, of course, Machine Gun Kelly. I know there is a rapper with, with that name, but he's a nerd. Man that name up a bit. Boys, why do we not have a machine gun thing on there? That's excellent. Why do we have to rely on what, Chris? There's a lot of different kinds of machine guns. Oh, man, that's a good... No, no, not minigun. Minigun sounds too... Sounds too... Um... Get us a 50 cal. Get us a mod deuce. That's what we need. Get us a 50 cal, Chris. I want a 50 cal on the board before the end of the show. You know what? Actually, dig through some machine gun sounds, and we'll decide together right here live on air since we don't prepare anything. So give us your first machine gun sound whenever you get a chance. Anyway, moving on. I always chuckle, the guy continues, at the crazy redhead jokes, but I think it's more serious than you let on. I recently listened to a podcast about Bonnie and Clyde and learned she was a redhead. Maybe a couple more gun laws aren't the end of the world. <laughs> and he puts a winky face on there. <laughs> Says I can say his name. His name is Eric. Look, fellas. Here's the thing about redheads. Uh, oftentimes, oftentimes God, he puts, he puts thorns on those roses. All right. And they suck you in. They get that, that red hair and look all pretty and green eyes. And, oh, man, Dad, she's so pretty. Son, be careful. Be careful out there. And then, boom, soon, before you know it, your tires are slashed and you're missing a kidney. Just be careful, all right? Just be careful. Hey, Jesse, first of all, thanks for making me laugh out loud during this serious time. When you talked about Joy Behar's devastation with not being able to go to Italy... <laughs> My favorite was when you transitioned into a clip by saying, unless you're Joy Behar and you have almost nothing left to live for, I almost spit out my coffee. Secondly, my question, do you and Chris and or Michael ever hang out outside of work? Go grab a beer here or there. Really, the, the thought of you clowns being friends in real life. So please say yes. We actually have another event we're going to next Friday. We have a I think it's invitation only, though, isn't it, Chris? That's probably rude to announce this on the air when, when other people aren't invited. There's a big Houston event. Uh, you know Clay and Buck. Clay and Buck are flying into town. And you know Michael Berry's my mentor. He's the only reason I'm sitting in this chair at all. He's a Houston guy. So we're all four doing this big Houston event. Now, that's the good news. The bad news is this. I'm worried this event's going to be a little fancy. My, no, Chris, it's not going to be that fancy. Michael Berry's one of us. It's just, just look, let's, oh, thanks a lot. That's not very nice, Chris. Chris just said, I'll be there to sleaze it up. That's not nice. I'm, I've already told him I'm not showing up unless there's uh, something good there like Jim Beam or something quality on that end. But no, no, that's, I don't, big, big fancy events have never really been my specialty. I know everyone's going to find that shocking. All right. We have, we still have a half hour left. We're good. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show with me, journalist Jesse, live on the ground in Ukraine. It's going down here tonight, but I'm going to let you know I'm bringing you the news. It's going to keep everybody safe tonight. Oh, heads up. That's a Russian bomb incoming. Incoming. Get down, Bill. Get down. 
What? This? It sounds live. It sounds more real if you do it live. All right, we're going to test out the machine gun sounds that absolutely have to become part of that for when we go live to another war zone. But first, it probably is good to bring up some real news again. Joe Biden, uh, looking at some bad poll numbers and bad gas prices and bad everything else, decided today was a good day to introduce his new Supreme Court pick. For too long, our government, our courts haven't looked like America. And I believe it's time that we have a court that reflects the full talents and greatness of our nation with a nominee of extraordinary qualifications. And that we inspire all young people to believe that they can one day serve their country at the highest level. I've admired these traits of pragmatism, historical perspective, wisdom, character in the jurists nominated by Republican presidents as well as Democratic presidents. And today, I'm pleased to introduce to the American people a candidate who continues in this great tradition. Congratulations on Joe Biden's new Supreme Court pick. Um, sorry about all your accomplishments, but you were only picked because you were black. That's that's a bit of a bummer because Joe Biden's such a dummy. He decided to undercut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Black woman. He decided to go ahead and undercut his new Supreme Court justice before he even introduced the poor woman. And I don't know anything about her. I'm sure she's a card carrying nutball communist. But poor thing. It would suck. Imagine working your butt off as some lawyer in Harvard, I'm sure, and Stanford and all the others crap like that. And finally, you're right there on the cusp of it. And now everyone just thinks you got picked because you're black. <laughs> would suck. Gosh, Joe Biden's the best. All right, Chris, enough Supreme Court war talk. Let's dig into what's really important here in case you missed it here on the Jesse Kelly show. One of the previous questions was, everyone knows by now that I have a soundboard. A soundboard that they have given me, and everyone regrets giving it to me now, but it's too late now they can't take it away. The soundboard has some permanent things on it, like <laughs> Kamala's laugh. It has missile launches. It has... It has bombs. It has cannons. Pistols, rifles, the works. But what it doesn't have, someone brought up, was a machine gun. The question is, what kind of machine guns? Because there's a lot of different fully automatic weapons out there. So now we're going to tackle the hard-hitting news item of the day, and we're going to decide which machine gun or guns. Look, a, a, a different tool for different different jobs. Which machine gun is going to make the permanent soundboard? So, Chris, without further ado... I'm going to give you the thumbs up or thumbs down if it needs to stay in the running. Would you roll out machine gun number one, please? Ah, no, no, no. I Look, for one, I applaud the discipline behind the trigger there because it actually it's not like in the movies where you just want to get up and unload an entire belt. Uh, you want to try to remain more accurate like that person was doing, but we're not going to be responsible with our machine gun, so that one's out. Continue, Chris. No, it sounds too distant. Down, down. I need more. I need more from you, Chris. No, no. Honestly, I'll be honest with you, and I know this is going to sound immature. That almost sounded like a fart that's been building for a while. Play that one one more time. Did that not sound like, oh, no, it was Bratwurst Night kind of a thing? Play it again. Yeah, that could easily be one of my sons. Continue. I want to play the next one. Oh, I kind of like that one. The browning? Oh, oh, oh. oh, all right. Well, that that's definitely in the running for sure. All right, moving on. Next one, please. 
No. No. Continue. Yes. Definitely on the list. No question about it. What is that? A 50 cal? Yeah, it sounds like a 50 cal. Go on. Okay, that's the leader in the clubhouse by a mile right now. So, yeah, all right, just stick with that one for now, Chris. We will examine this more a little later on in the show. Again, this is the Jesse Kelly Show, and when the world's ending, we're going to tackle the tough issues out here. Dear Jesse, I was wondering if Kiev has a population of 3 million people and Russian forces attacking are maybe 10,000. How can they take so many people? Even if one-third are children, that's a 200-to-1 advantage. So if each 200 can kill one soldier, Russia loses, and the population owns the high ground. Love the show, and you can use my name. Well, one, Russia's not attacking with 10,000 people. They're attacking with 100,000 people. Actually, more than 100,000 people. That's one. What, Chris? Two. You know what a blitzkrieg actually is? People talk about Blitzkrieg a lot when they bring up Nazi Germany, when they bring up the German war plans for World War II. It's the Blitzkrieg, Blitzkrieg. People bring it up a lot, but I think a lot of people don't actually understand what it is. And here's what it is. It is you take your units, usually they're armored units, and what you do is you don't sit and try to slowly, methodically attack everybody along the front in front of you. That would take time. You take too many casualties. Instead, and this is risky, instead you try and do something else. The Germans used to have this saying, Americans like to use their armor to feel with the fingers instead of balling it up and smashing with a fist. What they believed was, forget about, look, if if I'm facing a border, I don't want to fight all of it. This is just the, this is the combat way of thinking. I'm not saying it's my way of thinking, but this is their way of thinking. And it was very effective. Let's just smash a hole through it and then blast through as fast as we can get. And then we will get to the communications and the supply. And if we seize those two things, we can effectively end this without having to take on the entire front. You see what I mean? Uh, What's the best way I can describe this? Your hometown. Let's say you woke up tomorrow morning. Let's say you woke up tomorrow morning and you rolled over just like I know you do in your phone and you, and you grabbed your phone and you looked and it looks like, oh my gosh, it looks like China has taken over the American internet. Like every, everything you pull up is, it's all, it's all some Chinese people telling you that, that they have taken over America and they've taken over your town and you stay exactly where you are and you think, oh gosh, oh no, uh, you run out and you, you turn on your television set. And it's the same thing. China's taken over every single channel, and we own your hometown. Don't you dare try to leave Sheboygan. We are the Chinese. We control it. And you think, oh, okay, this didn't work. Maybe an email. Maybe I'll try email. And you pull it up. Your email is down. It's now the property of the Chinese communists. And you think, okay. You go hop in your car. Take a drive. Hey, I at least got to stock up on some water and food. It's crazy out here. And you drive down to the grocery store. And the Chinese military has seized your grocery store, seized all the gas stations. What would you think in that moment? You would think, well, it's over, right? We lost. China runs it now. That same concept is used in military around the world, militaries around the world. Back to your question. When you're a military, a Russian military invading Ukraine, 
you don't have to kill all 44 million Ukrainians. You just have to kill enough of them in the right places, and then the rest of the Ukrainians will think it's over, we've lost. You understand? I know that's a little bit dark and a little bit kind of in your face, but that's it's the truth. If you kill enough of them in the right places, Ukrainians will accept that they've lost. Why do you think why do you think trying so hard to get Zelensky to step down? Hey, just step down and then they're trying to get the military to take over. Hey, uh, just, just take over the government. Why? Because if somebody gets on TV tonight in Ukraine and says your government has stepped down, Russia's in control now, most Ukrainians will probably accept that, or at least many will. Enough. Does that make sense? Good. All right. Now, let's talk about something good. Eden Pure Thunderstorm. The greatest freaking air purifier ever. Look, it, it, it does more than just make sure your home smells so clean. They call it a thunderstorm because it does in your home what nature does after a thunderstorm. It sends out O3 molecules. They destroy odors, but it does more than that. It keeps you healthier. Viruses, maybe you've heard we've got some of those going around. Viruses, mold, it destroys them too. Eden Pure families are healthier families. I own three of these things. I want one where I sleep, and I have one where I sleep. I want one where my sons sleep, and they have one, and I want one in my living area. I have emails from people who've bought them. They were so happy they bought them. They keep them in every room in the house. They have a three-pack right now on sale for my listeners. If you go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the code JESSE3, that's JESSE and the number three, you can get a three-pack for under $200. That's $200 off. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE3. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. You can still email your questions, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Also, your love, your hate, your death threats, everything is welcome. We don't throw them away. If we don't get to them this Friday, we might get to them next Friday or never. I don't know. Who knows? We're very disorganized around here. All right. Now, also, if you missed any part of the show, the whole thing's on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. I understand. I hear the complaints about splitting the show up into three different hours. It wasn't my idea. Just hit subscribe or hit follow so it automatically downloads. I know it's a pain in the rear end. Talk to the suits, all right? Don't talk to me. Talk to the suits. Oh, one more thing. Go to annieskitclubs.com slash radio right now. Annieskitclubs.com slash radio. They have these Annie's Genius Boxes is what they're called. And it's a way to encourage your kids' curiosity, but actually making sure it's fun. My kids love it. My kids my kids feel like it's Christmas every single time. Annie'sKitClubs.com slash radio. What it does is they'll send you a box every single month. Three hands-on activities. They're doing things like building hovercrafts and stuff. I mean, they're really cool stuff. Only your child is having to follow these instructions that come in the top secret mission envelope. It causes your child to think, to fail, too. Remember, think, fail, this didn't go together right. Oh, I didn't do this right. Healthy stuff. Not your face in a screen, healthy stuff. 
Annie'sKitClubs.com slash radio actually saves you 75% on your first box, all right? Annie'sKitClubs.com slash radio. All right, before I get to the emails I didn't get to, I do want to get to this question and give it a little bit more time because I've had a lot of things like this. I want to address this. It was, how do you not become depressed reporting depressing truth every day? And I got it. I got another message from somebody I know. I didn't get permission to share any names or anything like that, but I got another message, and this was the message. One of my sons came home from school yesterday with a worried look on his face because of Russia attacking Ukraine. Almost immediately, he said, I don't want to get drafted to fight in a war. He turns 18 in four months. I wanted to reassure him that he doesn't graduate for over a year and they won't take him out of high school. I wanted to reassure him that Biden kicked the unvaccinated out of the military, so, so he's okay. I also wanted to hug him because he's 17 and should be thinking about basketball, exams, and girls. Crazy times. Listen, these are crazy times. And if you allow the news and all the bad news, and I know there's a ton of bad news. I'm not saying it's not real. But if you allow it to consume you, then you're going to be miserable the rest of your life. But let me tell you something, and this is just a fact. I don't have any idea how long you're going to live, how long I'm going to live. I might die tonight on the way home. I might get splattered on the highway. You, know, you, never, you were never promised another day. I do know this. There's not a second chance. You are given by God a certain period of time on this earth, and you're never going to get a second one. Are you going to allow the news to ruin the only time you get here? I'm not going to do it. If the world is burning around me, I'm still going to be over here playing fart sounds and laughing. Why? What else are we going to do? I'm not going to go to my grave crying and depressed and the world's going to end. We can fight passionately to save this country and do the good we can do and we can get angry, but we cannot allow this stuff to consume us, which brings me to my point before I get to the emails I didn't get to section. And I realize this is not what you're ever supposed to do, but I've done it before and I'm going to do it again. If you are at a place right now where you are down, really, really down, in the news and the radio show here and a radio show there and this podcast and social media, put it all down and take a vacation. Not from your job, from the news, from social media. Put your freaking phone down. Delete your social media apps. If this show brings you down, I don't ever want to do that. You know I try not to do that. We try to keep it as light as possible so we can have fun. If this show brings you down, turn it off for a few days. Go away. You can come back. Give yourself a chance to recover. If this is, if the news is consuming you instead of you consuming the news, time to walk away and take a day or two, all right? All right. Without further ado. And now. Here's a headline. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Emails. We didn't get to. Very professional, Chris. Very professional. I'm glad we nailed that one, as I may say. Jesse. Your opening to the hour one pandemic of the unvaccinated was exhilarating. I think that was Monday's, wasn't it, Chris? I believe it was Monday's show. I listened to it over and over. Absolutely love it. You are speaking for all of your present and future listeners. Love you. Well, look, I have to say, I went back and I listened to that first hour. Actually, I listened to that whole show. It was Tuesday's show. It was Tuesday's show. Okay, so there. It was Tuesday's show. I went back and listened to it. And I just, from the bottom of my heart, I have to say, I was really magnificent. 
What, Chris? I was. It's special. Sorry. Oracle. I'm just a nurse. She said, oh, the stories I could give about these last two years. Another time, another topic. While I have a slightly higher degree than you, can you please give a history rundown of Russia and Ukraine? Shut up, Chris. I need a quick recap. I went to a government public school. <laughs> Says I can say her name. Her name is Katie. Uh, look, the history of Russia and Ukraine is way too long to get into. There are a couple of things I do want to make sure you understand, though. When Russia became the Soviet Union, when the communists took over Russia and became the Soviet Union, they really were obviously extremely harsh with places like Ukraine. If you have never looked into the Holodomor, that's Stalin starving Soviet Ukraine to death, millions in Ukraine, it... It's not for kids. There are a lot of things that aren't for kids. This is not for kids. It's some of the darkest, most depressing stuff you'll ever read in your life. But it is worth reading into now. And it's worth reading into because, one, it shows you just how truly evil and despicable communism could be. And, two, you understand the history between these two nations and how complicated it can be sometimes. Uh, Let me just say this. Unless you're in Texas. This doesn't apply if you're in Texas because Texas is going to view it this a little differently. Let's say you're in a red state right now. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee's red state. Let's say you're in a red state right now. If you, a right-thinking person in the red state of Tennessee, if you woke up tomorrow morning and found out Tennessee is seceding from the union for a different reason than last time, but they're seceding from the union. We are out. How would you feel? you would probably have mixed emotions. You would probably think, wow, that's nice, good. I like my my state government better than the federal government, but I also love America. I have all this history with America. That's the best way I can try to explain to somebody what it's like when you have these countries where that was part of this country, but then it broke away from this country, but half the country's still loyal to the other country and half the country's still loyal to the new country. That's what you're going to find a lot when it comes to Ukraine and the stands and Belarus and Georgia and all those places over there. There's so much overlap that it's very, very, very complicated and there are conflicting emotions. That makes sense? That makes sense. Chris, are we already out of show? Man, I was so good. The show flew by. That's really what happened. What, Chris? I was good. The show flew by because of me, really. (laughs) Keep your chin up, all right? Keep your chin up. Walk away for a weekend. That's all.